Welcome back to The Truth with Trinity, and I am your host, Trinity, once again. And if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I send a warm welcome out to you. I wanted to jump right into the topic of discussion, which is the slickness of systemic racism. So I'll repeat it again. The slickness of systemic racism. Okay, so I want to start off with just a little something. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the movie Gone with the Wind. So that's kind of like a complete um, opposite of Roots with, you know, Alex Haley. You know, uh, Roots describes, you know, the trials and tribulations um, and the journey that black people, uh, you know, uh, endured, you know, in America. And then you have, uh, then you have, excuse me, then you have Gone with the Wind, which is like basically the life inside the plant, inside the plantation house. Okay. So that's primarily with white people and it pretty much, um, to wrap it up in a nutshell, it talks about the wonderful life from their perception of enslaving black people. Okay. You know, not having to work, um, the abundance of wealth off the backs of blacks and um how it ended so that's where the term to me called going with the wind came from because you know they had a war the civil war and supposedly uh the freeing of black people which was the end of their luxurious lifestyle which includes oppressing black people to live you know fabulously and not have to uh work okay and then it you know, kind of describes how, you know, the first days that white people had to work and, and, and quote unquote struggle with not having field hands, AKA slaves to do their work for them. Okay. And I mentioned this movie because there was a part where Scarlett O'Hara. So, you know, Scarlett O'Hara is the, uh, you know, the rich, um, Irish, uh, descended, you know, slave plantation owner's daughter, and this is when the war broke out. And so she asks one of the um, males in the movie, one of the men, she says, well, you know, what happens to our world? You know, our world of having darkies work for us. You know, we'll have, we'll have to work now. Well, you know, everything will change for us and our civilization. And this man says something that really stuck out to me. He said, oh, Br'er Rabbit, he always finds a way. And I thought that was deep. So that was his response to uh, the character Scarlet asking, hey, how will we survive? You know, now we have to work. Um, you know, things have ended, you know, with darkies, you know, a.k.a. black slaves, you know, working for us and us living this luxurious lifestyle, not having to work. And I think that was highlighted in my head because I think that's where, I mean, where systemic racism roots from. It, and, and what I took from that comment was, uh, we'll find a way to keep them at the bottom and for us to maintain our white supremacy. Uh, when he said, oh, Br'er Rabbit, he always finds a way. Finds a way to what? To, you know, maintain you working as less and, and maintain your status in this country and for blacks to still, you know, be inferior, quote unquote, because I feel like I'm not inferior inferior to anyone. You know, I don't care what color they are. Um, but, you know, this is basically what they said in the movie. So I wanted to tie that into the slickness of systemic racism, okay? 
there are so many multifaceted uh, dimensions and levels to the systemic racism and and and, and I define personally systemic racism is um, a way to um, maintain power over uh, you know people and to silence them for speaking up um, about uh, the injustices of it and there's different methods for them to silence black people about uh, the oppression and the injustices that happen in this country and I would like to discuss a couple of them uh, like for example yes look at the workplace let's say that you have a very prejudiced boss okay and you have you know a few black staff members and you know yes just say you know of course most of the time the owner is black I mean not black but white um, and you have, you know, uh, white supervisors, you know, a lot of white staff members, and you do have some black people there. So let's say that they're not coming out calling you, uh, derogatory names, but they're messing with your livelihood, you know, where other, uh, Caucasian members may have made the same mistakes as you on your job or you know whatever the case may be but they highlight you as a black person okay so they don't like you for who you are so they use your mistakes and say that they have to terminate you okay and you thinking like well I can just go file a complaint you know uh with the NAACP or whatever you know um equal uh, I forgot what it's called, but you know where you foul for um, employment discrimination, right? So they've got these boxes that you can check, right? Ones for sexual orientation, ones for religious uh, content, like, you know, not content, but you know who you are, what your religion is. And then, of course, the famous one, if it's racial discrimination, right? But let me show you an example of how slick systemic racism is. Okay, so there were pretty much white people involved in firing you, you know, um, and then we have an at-will uh, employment thing going on, but what they do is they will include a black person as a witness as to why they fired you, and the reason why is because so that when you go file your complaint and your grievance, they can say, hey... You know, there was a black person that seen X, Y, and Z. So, no, this isn't racial. Okay? And, um, so, basically, they have a problem with you at work. It's pretty much personal. Um, it could be racially driven by primarily white people. But they'll have some black people in the mix of the complaint against you so that you can't argue that it was racist because I believe one of the elements is pretty much when it's you know one race you know uh, discriminating against another race but if they mix a couple of black people in there okay you can't argue that because they can say hey it's not racist because we have a couple of black people that saw what you did or you know or whatever too so that's one example of how they uh, slickly do systemic racism, okay? Uh, another thing they do is um, 
let's just say um, this could be in a school system, uh, workplace, you know, anywhere where, you know, um, lawsuit, lawsuits can be filed um, for injustice, okay? So let's, let's just say that, you know, there are injustices going on in a school system or something like that. Uh, because this is another form right here of systemic racism. Let's just say that there are black people um, that do see the injustices that are going on and they do want to help or they do want to speak up on your behalf. The slickness of systemic racism goes so deep as they'll threaten the person that wants to witness for you's job. And they'll, you know, so that's a form of silencing them from even helping you with your case, if there is any, you know, or any type of grievance, because, you know, on a personal level, who wants to get their money cut short? You know, people have families, uh, you know, people have rent, mortgages, car notes, you know, etc., et you know, aka livelihood at stake. So the slickness of systemic racism you know, they'll put, um, you know, a black person's um, livelihood in jeopardy if they want to speak out um, as a witness to uh, situations that may be happening in school systems and workplaces. OK, so that's one of the ways they that's another way that they silence, um, you know, black people in systemic uh, and their systemic racism and um a lot of them will say that it does not exist. And you have to understand that's a form of gaslighting. When you talk about gaslighting, gaslighting is a form of crazy making. It's to basically say that someone doesn't see what is obviously in front of them, playing mind games, um, you know, telling someone that what they see or hear is just a figment of their imagination and I believe that they do this because um, number one they're not sorry um, for their behavior okay the the ones that do practice this type of behavior they're not sorry for it um, and they say it doesn't exist because they don't want to discuss it they, you know they know very well it exists uh, they put it into place and they profit off of it and it's a form of their it's a tool uh, for their survival um, of supremacy in this country. So, of course, they're going to say it doesn't exist because they don't want to talk about it, A, uh, with you. Uh, B, um, they're not sorry about it. So, there's nothing to really talk about uh, amongst, you know, uh, both parties about systemic racism. So, um, I, you know, just wanted to put this out here to make you aware and there are, of course, other forms of systemic racism that we have going on, um, like, you know, even with the judicial systems. And um, I mean, that's another form of uh, systemic racism. But um, I'll get into that on another podcast uh, episode with the judicial system. But um, I'm going to pretty much wrap up this segment. Um, let me know what you think. If you have any comments or suggestions, uh, don't hesitate to inbox me at thetruthwithtrinity at gmail.com. You can also uh, listen to the podcast on YouTube. It's under my same name. 
It's been a pleasure speaking with you all. Peace and blessings.